Episode 49, how to create your dream career or business without going broke. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I used my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you. So you can live Life Amplified. There was an infamous viral video that was floating around the internet around 2008 from a little radio station on the Gulf Coast of the United States. And the DJ on the air, her name was Inetta the Mood Setter. On the surface, Inetta had a job that anybody would love. She got to play hip-hop and R&B for her community all day. Pretty cool, right? But like so many others, Inetta was overworked underpaid and unfulfilled in her job. And that's where the viral video kicks in because it's the last time she ever went on the air at her final show and she decided she was going out in a blaze of glory. She put her employers on blast and talked about how cheap they were. They were paying her minimum wage. They never gave her a raise in four years. And Inetta really hated her co-workers who she felt stabbed her in the back. So she called them out. And then she quit her job on air with the now infamous quote, I quit this bitch and then played the next song and walked off into the sunset. So Inetta got to do what so many of us fantasize about. We've all thought about that Jerry Maguire moment of walking into the boss's office and quitting and going to pursue our dreams and passion. And this is really glorified and romanticized right now in the personal development world. There are people who will tell you that the only way to live your life to the fullest is to find your purpose and pursue your passion. And I subscribe to that. However, I also believe that we have to do it responsibly. There needs to be some patience. There needs to be planning and a few reality checks along the way. Because if you walk out of your office and quit the job cold turkey, but you don't have a financial nest egg to help you pay the bills in the short term, you're automatically going to go into that fight or flight response. You're going to be so worried about what's lacking in your life and whether you can pay the bills. It's going to be hard to focus your energy on being generative and taking the action you need to build your dream career or business from the ground up. And when you look at the studies that are out right now, in fact, there was one just released in August that said the average American household only has a median savings of $4,800 in their account. They have enough to cover some minor emergencies and potentially a few months of living expenses, but we haven't done a good job as a country of saving. In fact, almost 30% of households in America have less than $1,000 saved. So the money fear, as we discussed on that last podcast about the seven mistakes that keep you stuck, is a real fear, but it is not a reason to stay in an unfulfilling job. In fact, I think it's just the opposite. It's only when you truly find your life's calling and bring it to life that you'll experience financial abundance. Because when you're connected to your purpose, when you know your calling and know the reason that you were born and what you're here to do, you're focused on serving others. You're focused on helping people solve problems the way that you know how to solve them. And people will pay you handsomely for that. You can make an amazing living. That's what we see on Shark Tank is people who become instant millionaires solving problems. Some of them are problems we didn't even know that we had, but we'll pay the $29.99 to buy the product. So yes, let's get you focused on what your calling is, but let's help you overcome the money fear so that you can be focused on what really matters. 
serving other people, building a life of freedom, living on your terms, creating freedom over your time and your finances and your schedule, and truly living a life amplified. So that's my plan for this week. We're going to talk about some of my best tips to help you chase your dreams without going broke. And I'm going to give you a couple strategies used by some of my top clients that have helped them fund the gap in between leaving a soul-sucking job and creating their dream business or career. If you're on the ledge, if you're thinking about taking the leap toward your dreams in 2019, this episode is going to provide you so much value. Thank you for being here on Life Amplified. I think one of the biggest misconceptions that keep people from working either with me as a coach or somebody else who's out there on the market is you think I'm going to pump you full of empty platitudes like follow your bliss, man, and then just tell you to jump off the side of the cliff with no parachute going down. And for some people, that is the right approach. For me personally, that was what I needed to do. I knew that if I treated my coaching dream like plan B forever, it would never really turn into plan A. The difference is, is I was fortunate that I had enough money in savings that I knew even if I didn't make a penny, I could last for about nine months on what I had in the bank. And that was a blessing, but it was also a curse. So here's the first fallacy that I want to clear up is there's a illusion that somehow if I have enough money saved, I won't be scared when I make the leap. In fact, having a comfortable nest egg in the bank is what kept me playing small, kept me from truly showing up and being seen and promoting my business and serving the people that I wanted to serve. Because as much as we stress over the money fear, it's an easy thing to focus on, right? Because you can look at your bank account statement, you can make judgments about I either have enough money or I don't think I have enough money. But what's really underneath the money fear is what will other people think? And will I be judged? And will my family still love me if I don't have this many zeros in the bank? Or what will my friends think if I walk away from a job that doesn't fulfill me? You know, I talked to one woman recently who was so gung-ho about signing up for a coaching program that I'm launching. And she was on board and she was committed. And then she talked to her husband. And her husband made her feel guilty for wanting to do it. He's like, well, what do you have to be unhappy about? You have a steady income. You should be grateful for what you have. And then she called me up and she goes, you know what? Maybe I'm just going to delay this till next year. And I think that that's really the problem that exists below the level of money is we have a lot of judgments about what it means to have money, what it means to not have money. We have judgments about other people that have money and other people who don't have it. And those fears of worthiness or believing that your net worth is equal to your self-worth is what really gets triggered when you're looking at your bank account. And in my case, believing that I had a little bit of security is what kept me hiding because I was terrified about showing this spiritual side of myself to the world. I was afraid that people who knew me in my 20s when I was kind of a D-bag and made a lot of bad decisions in my life, I was afraid they'd be like, well, who's this guy to tell me how to improve my life? I was afraid of letting down my family by leaving what was essentially the family business and going to forge my own path. So I wasn't really posting about a lot of my coaching services on my own Facebook page. I was hiding it on this little public figure page that had like 73 followers, hoping somebody would notice it online. And I was scared when people asked me, Dan, what are you doing now? I was afraid that life coach sounded too pretentious or I was afraid of what people's judgments were. So I tried to find 18,000 other names for what I was doing with my life instead of a coach. And that also kept me playing small and it kept 
kept me focused on myself instead of focusing on what I really wanted to do, which was serve other people. And it wasn't until I hit the oh shit point where it was Christmas of, I believe, 2016, and I looked at my bank account and I was down to my last $1,500 in savings that I knew I had to step up and start playing a bigger game. And eventually, once I hit that rock bottom point where I knew I had to make a committed decision, then I was able to turn around my financial situation and my business success really, really quickly. But don't assume that having enough money in your account is going to set you up to succeed in your business. It could be just the opposite. It could just be an excuse to hide out and not allow those gifts that you have to offer the world to be seen by the people who need them. Now, maybe you're a person who is all about it. You've got an awesome idea for how you want to inspire people. You know how you want to make a difference, and you can't wait to announce it to the world, but you're on the other end of the spectrum. You're closer to that $4,800 in savings, and you're afraid that you're not going to be able to take care of yourself or your family if you have a spouse and kids. Here's what I would tell you. There are many coaches out there that will tell you, oh, you got to walk in, you got to quit the job, and you got to burn the boats and chase your dream. I don't think that that's always the responsible approach. In fact, I would tell you, if you're a person that has less than six months savings in the bank, you shouldn't quit working. And the exercise that I would like you to do is sit down and brainstorm and list every step that would be needed to get from where you are today to where you want to be. Whether it be transitioning to a different corporate career or starting your own business, get clear on what are all the things that you need to do and then make a note of which ones you can do while you're still working and which ones would have to wait until you absolutely have to quit. What you'll discover is, is there are many things that you could be doing right now to get the ball rolling, to start marching toward this awesome vision that you have. I'll tell you about my client, Lori, who I've bragged about in the past. She walked away from a soul-sucking job, and she has started her own marketing and fundraising company. Really inspired to work with nonprofits. She wants to work with animal rights groups, and she is already off to an amazing start in the business. But what I will tell you is, is Lori built her company slowly during the first nine months of 2018 while she was still in her corporate job. Now, what was her strategy? How did she do it? I can tell you that she worked one to two hours every day, Monday through Friday, on her new project. And sometimes that meant setting the alarm early in the morning and putting in an hour's work before she went into the office. Sometimes it meant that she was sneaking away on her lunch break to a Starbucks to work on her laptop. And... I guess we can say this because now she's out of there. There were some times when she was able to find a slow period during the day and do a little bit of work while she was in the office. But it was that constant motion, one to two hours every day, combined with maybe three to four hours of work on the weekends that set her up for success in such a huge way. She was able to research her market and figure out where is the niche that she could serve. She was able to start making contacts with people and organizations who she could help because Lori took on her first two clients on a pro bono basis. She was doing the work for free for a period of time. And that allowed her to build some case studies. It allowed her to put some wins on the board so she could take that out and start to attract paying clients. 
So the job that she was ready to walk away from actually was paying her in some way to create her next step in her career. What did this allow her to do? Well, it allowed her to save more money. It allowed her to collect some extra bonuses that she was due. And it allowed her to build confidence because as she already started down this path, working with a couple clients for free, she knew the results that she could deliver. And then she was ready to go out and charge what she was worth on the marketplace. Some of you are using your soul-sucking job as an excuse to not chase your dream. Oh, I'm so busy. They're working me to death. But if you change your mindset, you can look at your current employer as the venture capitalist who's giving you insurance benefits, who's giving you the salary, keeping you afloat while you build out your courageous daily action toward the inspired life that you want. And what it's created for Lori is a stress-free transition. In fact, she is set up in the month of December uh, with some revenue opportunities that are coming in to earn double her old salary that she would have earned in December of 2017. But that's because she really became a ninja at productivity. She became a master at managing her time. She learned to say no to the things that didn't contribute to helping move her dream forward. And she's been able to set up a business that is just going to do such amazing work and provide her amazing financial security in the coming year. One other strategy that you could consider when it comes to staying in your current job, I'll tell you about my client, Courtney. I bragged about her in the past, but Courtney was working for a corporate architecture firm. She loved the people that she worked with, but like so many, she desired more freedom. She wanted control over the designs that she took on and the kinds of projects she got to work on, and she wanted a little bit more time to focus on her own health and self-care and spending time with her husband, you know, because her 9-to-5 job was really more like 7.30 to 7. She had an extra two hours of driving on her commute to and from the office every day. So she wanted to create that freedom, and what she did was cut back to a reduced work schedule. She went to part-time for her current employer, and the original plan was to work two days a week for them to earn some extra money to keep income coming in while she used the other three days to network, to start calling people and picking up other projects and designing the ones that she did have in the pipeline. And by doing that, here's what ended up happening. She made so much progress networking, putting herself out there, making new contacts, that what she thought was going to be a six-month gracefully ease out of the old job turned into about 60 days. After two months, she had so many work opportunities on the table that she was able to leave the job altogether. And now she's earning consistent five-figure months. She's out earning on a per-month basis what she did in her old career. But she was able to really eliminate the money problem by keeping that part-time income coming in and building her business out, not even that slowly, when you consider that it was only 60 days. So that is strategy number one. Don't quit your day job. Not right away. Strategy number two, you need to gain experience. If your current job is not related to the next career you want to pursue, consider switching jobs to something that will give you some needed experience while still getting a regular paycheck or find a way to do some related work and create it as a weekend side hustle. So let me tell you about my client, D. 
She is making so much amazing progress launching a bakery while still working in her 9-to-5 corporate job. And perhaps one of the things that keeps you stuck from really committing to a new path is that you're the person who said, well, what if the grass isn't greener on the other side? What if I make this big change, Dan, and I'm not happier in the new line of work? So Dee has found a way to pursue her passion on the weekends. And she's gotten in with some local school systems and PTAs. She created a holiday fundraiser where she was going to bake a metric crapload of pies for local schools to sell as a fundraiser. So over a 48-hour period, she had to bake 116 pies in a commercial kitchen that she had access to. And you would think that that would be overwhelming, right? For me, I'm like, oh my God, that sounds like the worst thing in the world. But because this is aligned with a passion of hers and it's really connected to her purpose, for her, it was joyous. She realized she loved putting in the extra hours. She loved the sweat equity that she was putting in. And, you know, for her, baking, cooking food is a way to serve people because how many times do families and friends come together and connect over food? So knowing in some little way that she was providing the dessert for people's Thanksgiving dinner, it really meant a lot to her. And she was able to use it to help schools fundraise and create some extra revenue for the PTA. And the profits that she's made off of doing a couple of these fundraisers are what are going into hiring the lawyer to file all the paperwork to help her get her contracts in order so that she can launch her bakery legally. So she's not even having to go out of her savings right now on the initial expenses for the business. It's paying for itself, therefore minimizing her own financial risk. She's lit up. She's excited. She's happy. She's supported by the people around her. And she is ready to have an awesome purpose-filled 2019. So what does that look like for you? Maybe your big dream is you want to open a brewery. Well, could you get a part-time job on the weekends at a local bar? Could you learn more about the process and just see how it feels for you? When you're doing the work, does it feel like an expansion? Does it feel exciting Or do you feel like you're just contracting on yourself? Does it also feel overwhelming to you? But allowing yourself to get the experience will help you get a foot in the door. It will increase your learning. And it also gives you a better understanding of what a day in the life looks like at the dream job that you want to create. Strategy number three to help you create your dream career or business without going broke in 2019 is you've got to put yourself out there. You have got to network. You want to be the person that's in the right place at the right time because you never know when you're going to make the right connection who's going to help you move forward. And this gets into a lot of our fears of judgment. And this completely stands in opposition to a lot of the patterns that many of us have to not put ourselves out there, to not speak up, to not ask for what we need, or to believe that we just have to do it all by ourselves. One of the biggest takeaways that Lori had on her path to building her marketing and fundraising business, by the way, I'm going to get Lori on the podcast in January because I want you to hear her story firsthand. She's an amazing woman. I think she's really going to inspire you. But one of the things that she learned, and this is a direct quote from our coaching session earlier this week, she said, it surprised me that people want to show up and help as long as you're willing to receive the help. 
you know, Lori had a lot of stories early in the process that if she reached out to well-connected people in her community, that they were somehow going to expose her or give her plans away or that it was going to cause her to lose her job at her current employer. And what that really was was just another way to isolate and try to do it all yourself. But as she stepped out in faith, as she shared her vision with people, as she asked for help, she couldn't believe how many new contacts were being sent her way. And many of those contacts are lining up right now to turn out to be her initial clients that are going to make her business successful in the new year. One other point when it comes to putting yourself out there, if an opportunity presents itself for you that's even remotely related to the thing you're passionate about, say yes to it. That's a great Richard Branson lesson. He says if someone offers you an opportunity and you're not sure you can do it, say yes and then learn how to do it later. It's all about the education, right? You're learning and there is no failure. There's just chances to learn, to grow, and to find out more about yourself along the way. Strategy number four, if you're looking to start your dream career or business, you want to get clear on what are all the expenses in your life and where can you trim to save money? You know, I recently just went through this exercise on my own and I realized there were over $150 in monthly charges and things that I don't even use. I was still paying for a gym membership in Florida, $30 a month, and I haven't lived in Florida in 12 months. I had some old subscriptions from dating apps that even though I deleted the apps off my phone, I was still being hit with like the $7.99 monthly charge. It was crazy. I was still paying for my Netflix subscription and I don't even use Netflix except for the three days I binge watched the new season of House of Cards, which was terrible and an absolute waste of time, by the way. But I was able to take out some money there. So I was really able just to reduce some expenses in a short amount of time. That's helpful for you if you're looking to change careers and you know that you might have to take a temporary pay cut in the short term. Now, if you're looking to launch a business, particularly something that needs a storefront location, you want to get clear on all what your monthly business expenses are going to be. What's your rent, your utilities, your insurance, part-time salaries if you're taking on other people. Also, maybe you want to start a home-based business like I did. What are those startup costs? If you're going to be a professional photographer, those costs aren't really that substantial. You just got to buy the camera, you got to buy the lighting, but if you're going to go start a coffee shop, you got to figure out what is it going to cost me to get the grinders and the refrigerators and the chairs and the tables. So very important to know what it is you're getting into, where are the chances to trim your living expenses, and what is an honest assessment of what this new business I want to start costs me. That's why I'm so bullish on coaching as an industry is because a lot of times you can do it from home with very little overhead. So maybe you're a person who wants to become a consultant or a business coach. Maybe you want to do what I do and become a life coach or become a health coach. Awesome opportunities in there to really serve people, but with low overhead. Another strategy I want you to consider to help you start your dream career or business without going broke, explore every source of revenue that you can. Obviously, starting that dream career or business, that's a clear path to making money, but what are the outside-the-box ways that you could create revenue? I left the radio industry behind, but for a period of time, for about a year, I was doing consulting for radio, and it was, you know, chances to 
make 500 an extra $1,000 a month here and there while really just doing a handful of hours per month. There was a period of time when I was living in Florida when I actually drove for Uber part-time. You know, the Ubering allowed me to pay for my groceries every week. And the money that I was making from the consulting allowed me to make sure my car payment and my insurance were covered. So every little bit counts. If you're the person who wants to start a bakery or donut shop... Maybe there's some really cool custom coffee mugs that you could also sell as an additional revenue source. But look to what your skills are and what are the other revenue sources within the business that you want to create. Obviously, my one-on-one and group coaching programs are a big source of my revenue, but speaking engagements and doing corporate speaking engagements uh, for conventions and such, it's another revenue source for me. Get clear on what yours look like, and it's going to help you create a stress-free career transition. And finally, my last strategy to help you create your dream career business without going broke, be realistic about what you're up against. I was totally naive going into it. I think I bought into a lot of the things that you see in the self-help world and on inspirational Instagram accounts about laptop living. And the minute you connect to your purpose, you can create an awesome life immediately. And perhaps for a couple of people, they were able to do it. I honestly went in in the first year thinking, well, just by virtue of the fact that I'm following my purpose and I'm serving people, I deserve to make an extra $100,000 a year beyond what I was making at my last job. And then I got to the end of year one and realized I had taken an 85% pay cut and I was rapidly decreasing my savings account. And I don't think that struggle is a necessity to the process. There's a lot of people who build that in. You got to hustle. You got to grind. You got to fight through the struggle. I don't think that it's necessary. But the big thing that really deterred me in year one of my business is I didn't have a mentor to guide the way. You know, you could climb to the top of Mount Everest on your own. And for those of you who are thinking about a giant career transition or starting your own business, you're doing the equivalent of that. You're standing at the base of the mountain and you're looking at the top and you're like, it's a long ways up. But you wouldn't climb that mountain by yourself. You would have a team of people to support you. You would have a guide who already knows the path who could help you accelerate your results. Yep, you could do it on your own, but it's so much less stressful and it's so much easier when you allow yourself to be supported. So you need to be realistic about what your goals are. And really the companion piece to that is you need to allow yourself to receive extraordinary expert mentorship along the way because there's going to be setbacks. You know, I still encounter them in my business along the way. And that's why I continue to invest a a very substantial amount of money in my mentors to help me jump over those hurdles quicker. And the other point that I want to share with you about being realistic is like, look, if it were up to me, I'd be playing power forward for my beloved Houston Rockets. But I'm also a five foot ten white dude who's not particularly athletic and I'm slow and I'm 42 years old. So there are dreams for my life that I know can't happen. However, I would love to start coaching more professional athletes and help them with their mindset. There's a chance to be flexible within that. That's a big vision that I have. I have worked with some world champion athletes in the past, and I love doing that work. I would love to do more of it in the coming year. So just because there is something that is out of reach where the window did close doesn't mean there's not another adjacent lane that you could go down that would help you create the same experience and create the same outcomes in your life. Again, mentorship can help you see those blind spots and help you create your next right move. 
So to recap, those are the strategies to help you create your dream career or business without going broke. Number one, don't quit your day job right away. Number two, do what you can to gain more experience in the field you want to transition into. You need to put yourself out there, make connections, ask for what you need, allow yourself to receive help. You want to have an accurate estimate of all your expenses, both your personal living expenses and what the business expenses are. You want to look at any other revenue sources that you can create. You want to be realistic and you want to allow yourself to receive help from an expert mentor along the way. Speaking of which, if career transition is on your radar for 2019, whether you just are totally confused about what the next stage of your career looks like, or you do have a big dream and you just don't know the first steps to bring it to life, I am opening enrollment right now for my Life Amplified VIP Career and Business Coaching Program that kicks off on January 5th. It is the most powerful way that I know of to get absolutely crystal clear on your life's calling, help you remove the mental impediments and some of those blocks that you have that are preventing your success, help you create a massive action plan and help you fast track your results. This program, I can say confidently, will absolutely give you a blueprint to move forward into your purpose, into your calling and into more happiness and joy in 2019. I mean, life amplified, that's what it is for me. Amplifying your voice, amplifying your gifts, amplifying your impact as well as your income and your happiness. So I would love to help you out with that. You can go to danmasoncoaching.com to get the application information and we'll put that link for you in the show notes as well. If you love the content this week, if it's serving you, please share it with a friend, particularly somebody you know who is trapped in a job that they hate. And you can always link up with me on social media and let me know how these episodes are serving you and what you think. What's your feedback? Hit me up on Twitter or Instagram you can find me at CSC Dan Mason. As always, it is my deepest honor and privilege to serve you each and every week. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to spend with me today. And don't forget, it's time to turn down the volume on your negativity, turn up the volume on your purpose so you can live life amplified. I'll talk to you next week.